her if she makes noise, but otherwise that's okay. We can, we can have we can have a doggo. Welcome back to the ASAP Weekly Pokemon Podcast. I'm your host. Uh, I'm using what what name? I'm using fake name, real name. I'm using my real name here. My name is Robert, and I'm joined by Matt and Tristan. How's it going, you two? Good, thank you. Pretty good. Long time no see yourself. Lo- yeah, long time no see, no here. I guess. Um, but yeah, Tristan's here, and I think this is an episode that it's uh, it's going to require the expertise of Tristan. That's oh no, that's that's going to be here. No, no, I think I think we're actually quite quite happy with this one because this is one that I think there's a lot to talk about. I'm going to go right off the bat. Right, we are going into Heart Gold and Soul Silver, and I by many this is probably heralded as or. I know there's a lot of opinion that essentially this is the best Pokemon game that ever came out. This version of this game was the best. That that is a lot of public opinion has a lot. And I would add if like if if in our last episode where we did um what was it? We had uh uh Fire Red and Leaf Green, right? If that's heralded as like the cookie cutter, the example of what a Pokemon game should look like, this is heralded as like the complete package. Uh, maybe a little extra on top, but the complete yeah. package. Yeah, and a lot of people consider if it, this if it's, the best. If game. it's maybe because because my my opinion of them tends to be kind of in flux, mm-hmm. just because like if you ask me to pick my favorite five things, I will like break down and cry. Um, if it's not the best, <laughs> if it's if it's not the best game of like the bunch, it's it's certainly one of the most enjoyable. Everything like, told, do we want to go into like so. why that might be, Matt? Why Tristan can't? Why Tristan would cry if you asked him to pick his five things? Oh, that's or... because I was diagnosed with ADHD. Uh, no, why? Why might this game be the one? I like instead of you know we can we can kind of go actually we can go through the plot and stuff uh, in in a little bit, but maybe like off the bat, if you were thinking like why is this one particularly so remembered? So this one, make? so this one's remembered so fondly because so Generation Two and specific is very very fondly remembered whether mm-hmm. it's warranted entirely your mileage may vary but um people have very strong opinions about uh generation two and like people are right to it it was it was large expansive you got to go back to the first region it also like it's not it's not generation one where it's this new game that nobody's ever played before and people are trying it out for the first time. Uh, generation two is the first time that you have people coming back to Pokemon and mm-hmm. like, it already has the hype behind it. Um, so it probably sticks in people's memory a lot because of that. And um, heart gold soul silver in particular is so good because it takes what was good in uh generation two it takes that all and then it just adds so much on top there is so much in this remake in what they remade here like Mm -hmm. it's probably one of the earlier examples in gaming of the idea of a remake versus a remaster Mm, yeah yeah, yeah. because like technically you could say the same for leaf green and uh, fire red obviously but um, this one just like takes it so much to the next level that yeah, I would I would almost not that I was here for the Leaf Green Fire Red episode. Um, my my stance on it is that they clearly wanted to add more content, but the the Sevi Islands kind of feel like an obligation, yeah. if that makes In sense. The last one, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I they like they they remade Fire Leaf or Fire Red and Leaf Green because like they wanted it to be on the modern hardware. For the time, obviously, it's, that's no yeah. longer modern. But um, they also wanted it to fill gaps in the Ruby Sapphire Emerald Pokedex. Yeah, and because that wasn't going to happen with just Kanto, I, I think they felt like they had to add some way of doing that. So they they were like, "Ah, oh, we'll make the Sevi Isles," and that's why that feels. I don't know. The Sevi Isles feel kind of. I mean, that's fair. Yeah, they, they feel kind of rushed at times. I, I like what they did with them, but they're not. Oh no, like, for sure, substantial. yeah, yeah. They're they're just not very like. You, you can tell they're just bonus content, and they weren't like. Yeah, like Fire Red and Leaf Green is them experimenting with the idea yeah. of like remaking a game. This one, like it's a it's a full remake of the game, in that like it still follows the same structure as before, but it's been so added on to, and so many new things have been added and refined, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, the Sevi Isles just very, they, they feel very much like they're like, okay, we need a way to put a bunch of Johto Pokemon in this game. And Generation 2 is such a perfect game for making what well, is has such a perfect structure for people to view it as like the definitive Pokemon because yep. you have the one region, you have the second region, and then you climb up through Mount Silver battling the toughest Pokemon you can to fight the tr- you fight Ash at the top and like there's lightning and whatnot. Like it's <laughs> this big final showdown for some reason you want his lunch money i guess um <laughs> i, I just thought it was nice that a lot of the a lot of the additions to um heart gold and soul silver kind of just felt more thoughtful i guess yeah like it didn't maybe... feel like it didn't feel like they were like oh well here's this place we've got to make with a bunch of pokemon let's <laughs> yes. add a plot line to it it, it felt very mm-hmm. thought out from jump like they they put in the new like semi-rival as well yeah, yeah. And like I, I, hold on let's let's i think this is probably a good place yeah, yeah, we, we've kind of talked a little bit about uh kind of how it began so the the main plot of this game as as we all know right is uh it's a couple years after the events of the you know the first game right uh the first generation games and you're going back and you be both both sides both both places uh johto kanto all that stuff uh and you get you know eventually you get to red and you beat him in Batman, right that's the general plot that we have now um i don't know if matt you have a list in front of you or anything to to help you out here um wh- where does this game start to like right away um separate itself from like i guess crystal right because probably moment crystal one is, the closest thing. <laughs> is it from the very beginning is it, yeah. is it the first thing yeah yeah w- what's the first thing if, if we know uh, I, I maybe, um, maybe tristan knows off the top of his head yeah i mean it's, uh, it's mostly lyra there's, there's, okay. So, so because, oh, yeah, because yeah, Gold and Silver um, did not have a choice in playable character gender, but Crystal mm. did. Um, they kind of canonized that a little bit by I in in Golden or sorry in Crystal I think her name was just Chris, and that was just her name. Um, yeah, because Crystal, but uh, they've since redesigned her, and they've kind of canonized her as Lyra now instead, where. Um, the other one is Ethan. So there's Ethan and there's Lyra. Every other game has had their own kind of like counterpart. Yeah, it was literally Chris. Yeah, and she didn't she didn't actually have a counterpart yet. So yeah. they made one. And then they were like, Well, if we're gonna make one, we might as well like go further and then like put her in the story. So they did, and it felt weirdly she she's not like she doesn't replace silver or anything like that. And she's not yeah. having like a, a crazy um like she she's like the kind of like semi rival thing going on that like Brendan or May takes the place of in um Ruby Sapphire Emerald. Ruby Sapphire, yeah, yeah. 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 Where she's I, kind I, of there along like the early stuff to like show you the ropes and then she kind of just takes a back seat because she's not nearly as sweaty she, about she Pokemon doesn't, as you are. She, she's just like look, I like Pokemon, but not enough to go fight the mafia. No, it's true, yeah. <laughs> That's a good yeah. point. Like she shows you how to catch Pokemon. That's basically where her like interest ends. She's like, no, no, no. I'm I'm a hobbyist. Yeah, and I, I love that for her. Quite frankly, I, I I appreciate someone who like knows what they want to do. It's good stuff. Yeah. Um, the plot more or less stays the same from Generation Two. Otherwise, um, but the big thing that really changes is like the presentations really improve because you're not dealing with like Game Boy color graphics. To try to depict the events of the story, because Generation Two is the first one where they started trying to like tell a story. Like Generation One, it's just like go collect the gym badges, have fun, kid. Bye. It's like it's like uh, welcome. What, what's what's the genre? Well, welcome to Shonen Anime. <laughs> you are the yeah. guy. You get stronger. You win. <laughs> you, t- you you take down the mafia not because like Team Rocket does anything ever. It's more like I mean they take over the. Uh, Silfco Tower. That's about it. Um, otherwise, you take them down because you're just... That's the only way forward. And you will destroy <laughs> all in your path to becoming the very best. The very best that no one ever was. Yeah, it's it's the t- tale as old as time. No. Uh, but continue. <laughs> Generation 1, the world is full of rocks and all you know is Rock Smash. Um, Generation 2 actually like has plot and characters and character moments um and the presentation of this really improves with 
the um, mix of 2D and 3D uh, they were doing uh, around this time, because this is really building off of Platinum. Mm-hmm. Um, the best Pokemon game. So... Uh... <laughs> wow, way to throw that one in. Just, just, like... Interesting, interesting. <laughs> Look, I've been very upfront about this. Uh... But... Um... Continue. No... Yeah, the plot basically stays the same. You, I, I think you have a couple more interactions with Blue in the post game uh, that weren't quite in the original game because the original game you really get access to Kanto by accident because you just realize, hey, wait a second, I can surf here. Um, <laughs> and... no, it's true. It's really good. <laughs> you're like, hang on a second, I know where this is. <laughs> um, but you know, there's a bit more deliberateness in the sending you to uh kanto um and uh there's a couple more things that happen in kanto because like kanto in generation 2 original is like really cut back it's like it's like in the three years between games they've paved over the exciting dungeons like yeah, it's urban it's urban sprawl don't worry about it like victory road goes from this like giant labyrinth to a road yeah they they gentrified kanto <laughs> yeah no like literally they literally like that that's the only way to describe it uh, i, I don't even think it went off. yeah it's got a um, lot more like i don't know i don't know i'm screen time is the wrong word but it, it gets a lot more um thought in this game i think because in, yeah. in gen 2 you kind of get to cinnabar isle you're like wow huh <laughs> that's sure nothing and then in this game they they kind of make a point of they're like yeah there was an eruption and stuff it, it kind of sucked there's yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's actually and, things that happened <laughs> yeah so you know they play around with things a bit more the gym leaders aren't just kind of standing around waiting for you to find them as much um and kanto really feels like a sec the second half of the game which it is as opposed to like this is neat <laughs> yeah, it feels it feels a lot more it feels a lot more like a like a, a second like arc to itself. Yeah. As opposed to in the originals where it, it does kind of feel stapled on. Yeah. It was really cool in the originals, but I feel like Oh no, it was really it was still really cool, it. but it, yeah, it, it didn't have a lot of uh I feel like Team Rocket has more of an expanded role in this one. Yeah, mm. like where... Team Rocket is also a lot more clear because you know Mm. Like yield they, they text boxes had to be like very compressed because um back in the days of the game boy color and like times around that you couldn't like program a, you didn't so much program additional text boxes as you made the english fit mm. yeah pretty much um and Japanese is a very concise language. Yes, yes. As we all know, there's only one way to really learn. <laughs> so, so in the originals, you have like this very condensed version, and you you don't quite pick up like Team Rocket is doing all this stuff to like uh, try because they're trying to reconnect with their boss who's gone missing over the last. They, year they do mention it, corruption. but it's not nearly as clear. Yeah, yeah, like. This is what I mean by like the plot is the same, but the presentation is a lot better. Mm-hmm. They also make it abundantly mm-hmm. clear that Silver is his son, which some people kind of expected based on like his reactions to some things. Yeah, uh, but it's completely canon now. I don't know. I think you still need the Celebi event to actually see it. Wait, it no, you, you well, you find you find actually, if I recall correctly, you find that out in uh, Fire Red and Leaf Green. Oh, maybe that's that's right. Yeah, it's I, I know. There, I know there was a Celebi event in Heart Gold and Soul Silver, hmm. or like if you got a Celebi from one of the events, you could get there, and it would like take you to see Giovanni. It was it was a whole like thing. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else did they add other than the plot? They added a crap ton of new Pokemon. <laughs> Um, yes, everything you could possibly add, they added when it came to Pokemon. I, I like, also I feel... appreciated. It felt. Mm-hmm. I think. Actually, I don't know. I was going to say I feel like they added things off the bat, but I don't think they did, actually. 
Um, they but, did let you evolve things, though, which was nice. Yeah. Because in Fire Red say... and Leaf Green, if you tried to evolve, say, Crobat, or yeah. sorry, Golbat into Crobat, it would be like, huh? <laughs> Until you got to the Sevi Islands. <laughs> um, I, I was just going to say really quickly here that I, I feel like this is probably the game where that, like, ability to catch rare Pokemon, like, they just start throwing in like crazy. Um, oh, yeah. They, it gets, oh, you know, for our next episode, it'll get double so because I think... Omega, wait, that was Omega. Wait, yeah, Omega, Omega Ruby has the craziest when it comes to that. But, yeah, but I think this smokers. is where very much they're like, "Hey, you bought the remake. Here's some legendary Pokemon." You know, that's, that's mm. where it starts feeling like that. Yeah, it's just like including literally in one case, where they they hand you one for coming up with a specific event. But wait, we can talk about that in a little bit. <laughs> um, they added a whole like sports arena of mini games. I remember it's having really a fun, lot of fun honestly. with that. Yeah. yeah. Like normally those that kind of thing is really tacked on. You're like, eh. But like yeah. I, I used to just play that all the time. Uh they had they added running shoes. <laughs> the best change. Oh. oh, I can't believe we haven't talked about it yet. They also included the fucking poke sorry, the freaking Pokewalker, which is like oh, yeah. one of the most advanced pedometers for accuracy that like humankind has seen <laughs> ever made ever invented. <laughs> i remember it being like a huge deal i was like why is this so accurate <laughs> because like uh, you, I, I, for, I, for those not familiar <laughs> the poke walker was just kind of like um tamagotchi kind of thing that you could that came with the game yeah you uh, could put one of your pokemon in it yeah you could put a pokemon in it you could walk around with it I uh, could find things, little mini games. It was great. Yeah, I think I lost a Luki. And for it. absolutely no reason, it also had like the best pedometer on the market inside <laughs> it, as far as step counting went. And again, this came packaged this came free with, the, with game. the game. Yeah, like you could buy a replacement for like twenty bucks too. So like <laughs> I know I know there were people who did that, where they just bought a Poke Walker with no interest in the series. Just, just because the actual pedometer function of it was so good. It was so good. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> that's that's the uh, what's it called? That's that's the cell that they should have. It's like you don't even have, have to. No, I agree. You don't even have to like Pokemon to want this barometer. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So so there's that. Um, is there anything else? I mean, so we we sorry, but because I'm trying to focus on like the major changes, right? Oh, we, we plot should... wise, plot wise, they did also plot-wise. clarify um, mm-hmm. Lugia and Ho as well. And how do they do that? Do, do you remember what... Uh... In in the first... I gotta, I gotta think about it. I wanna say... Actually, it's been a hot minute. Um, uh, while you're thinking you, you about it. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I'm just trying to do. clarify. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, there was all sorts of different events if you had different legendary Pokemon. Like, if you... You could catch Kyogre and Groudon depending on your version, and mm-hmm. if you had both, um, you could. Uh, if sorry, not if you had both. If you had the other, like the one from the other version, you could show it to Professor Oak, and then be able to catch Rayquaza. I don't know. I, I forget the context of that, so I'm I'm guessing <laughs> Professor Oak just says an in with Rayquaza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 they got right, they I got a secret it. society. I mean, this is why the Pokemon, like the legendary and, and mystic Pokemon, start appearing like no problem later on in the game. It's because all the professors actually just, you know, they're actually just FaceTiming them. Like, <laughs> they all the takes. <laughs> they fixed something from Gen two in that the legendary birds are actually like findable in Kanto. That's nice. Like, yeah. if I recall correctly, some of them were, but not all of them. I remember like finding a uh, finding a book that described like hidden things in Kanto and I'm just like mm-hmm. oh my god if I go to Victory Road I can find Moltres and mm-hmm. then Victory Road is just a road <laughs> I'm like okay guess not <laughs> yes guess I uh, guess not um do you, yeah and I, yeah, I, I found like... I found the I found the thing with the other two um so the, there's still the version split as far as like Ho and Lugia goes Mm-hmm. Where like the first one you get is version specific, and then you can just go catch the other one later. Yeah. Um, but they're given a much more expanded role in the plot because uh, in the first games you just kind of got a wing from the radio tower owner. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Where yeah. He was like, yeah, here, here's this thing I found. I guess it's Lucia's or something. You should <laughs> something. go see what that's about, and then you can. 
like before going to like the next gym even but in um in heart gold and soul silver you have to beat the eighth gym and then there's like a whole like event with it where you have to like get through this gauntlet with the kimono girls which is kind of taken from crystal um crystal canonizes ho's part of it first and then lugia is like a, like a whole side thing yeah um but notably in crystal you had to catch all three of the roaming ones first or sorry, sorry, no, it got it it, it, it did it with uh, Suicune, but in this case, it just does it with Ho instead. So depending on your version, uh, you face I'm, off. I'm so mad, and then go to either World Island. I'm, or... I'm still, I'm still so mad because I wanted nothing more than to be able to catch Ho. Yeah, no, it's, in my it's, Crystal it's, game. It's, it's ridiculous how hard it is to get in Crystal. But no, see, because this was in the age before like the internet was commonplace, so I couldn't like verify that Ho was a thing, and nothing oh, no. I was reading, <laughs> no, everything I read was just like, nah, can't catch it, and I'm just like, oh, no, I, I, like... I had the strategy guide for it, so I knew that I knew that I could get it. I just knew that Raikou and Entei were stopping me, and I just never ran into them. I hate Raikou like, to ever. this day. <laughs> I caught, I, I of course caught Suizun. I got. Uh, Ente, Raikou. Raikou's yeah. never caught. I hate you so much. <laughs> I, I just straight up didn't run into them again in the wild, and I was like, okay, well, that sucks. Oh, I, 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 fi- I figured out how to like game the system for roaming Pokemon. See, yes, but back in the day, you had to have at least seen them to look for them in the decks. Oh yeah, yeah. And I just hadn't run into them again, <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> well. um but yeah so sorry so so, uh we have i did they make any changes when it came to catching the legendary pokemon in this remake um or were they caught in pretty much the same way don't think they changed anything other than what they might have nuked catch rate i think they might have nuked catch rate i i I think catch rate went down i don't think it was specifically this game but like no, no, no. At this point in, in the yeah, series, because in Diamond and Pearl, they had nuked catch rate for Dialga and Palkia. They're they're significantly easier to catch than other version legendaries. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's based on like where they are in the game, and I think Ho and Lugia inherited that, but I'm not. That sure I think I'm pretty sure that carried game. forward. Yeah. Uh, for story legendaries, because they don't want you to have to use the Master Ball, and they yeah. don't want to be like, now catch the Guardian of Legend and wield <laughs> its power to save the world. Yeah, they they're like, I'm out of Ultra Balls, and they're like, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, I think this is probably, this was a change for sure, because, um, I, I mean, this is going to be our, this main episode, just talking about all these changes that they made that, that yeah. make this game that much better. But I was going to say, they they definitely um, readjusted the Kanto region difficulty when it came to the gym badges, right? Um, because I believe in the original version of this game, it was just uh, terrible. Like, absolutely just a mess when it came to, like, you didn't know how to level or how much to level. Like, it was just kind of a drag trying to get through Kanto, if I remember. Yeah, well, part of the problem with Kanto was it was just kind of there. <laughs> and also, there wasn't any, like... There, there wasn't like an order you had to go through it. There's no because, story. They're just like because you have lands to conquer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you have all. You already have all the HMs. So you. Mm-hmm. So the no, main, the the main barrier <laughs> between you and uh, Cinnabar Island, um, the water, is not a barrier. So you can go through Kanto backwards or forwards <laughs> or both. <laughs> I think. I think they do still force bits of it but i don't remember for sure um also i was totally wrong they kept catch rate intact it did suck if you wanted to go get them oh really oh yeah that's a bit brutal actually <laughs> yeah um but yeah so so th- those are some of like the the big things are we missing anything right now kind of from our record heads that we haven't talked the about the biggest yet? thing that they changed yeah. Was using the wor- the move whirlpool outside of battle instead of the whirlpool disappearing, it just allowed you to surf over the whirlpools. I think that's important to capture. Yes. Oh, thank God. Yeah, because in 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 Gen two they were treated basically like caught but in the water. Yeah, it was literally so in the world wait, wait, islands. What did it look like? Sorry, I think I forget this. Like I like what what did this explain it to me? <laughs> How, what, yeah. what did this look like? <laughs> so there was there was little like. So the Royal Islands are like, you know those yeah. in that one tile where it's like 
an underwater fence of rocks, yes, basically. Yes, yes. Yeah, there was a bunch of those. And then at the openings, there were whirlpools that functionally blocked your progress like trees from Gen like mm-hmm. 1 and onward. But if you went into them, it would just turn you around a lot and then push you back out. Got it. Yeah. Um, and then once you had access to Whirlpool, it would only remove that one Whirlpool. But you'd have to... You'd... And then okay. for the other, like, five, you would then have to just keep using Whirlpool. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was yeah. once. <laughs> yeah, now it's yeah, just yeah, you yeah. push it and it's like, ah, you can get across these. Neat. <laughs> <laughs> was... I, I was kind of saying it in joke, but... Honestly, you saying that I'm like, oh yeah, that was actually like a huge improvement. Yeah, no, it was it was genuinely like a big deal. <laughs> like um, you don't have to go there often, but like it's enough that you're like, oh, thank God. <laughs> how much do we think the uh, the graphics kind of affected uh, this particular version of the game? Because I um a I, lot. I, I was I was going to talk about that actually. Yeah. Yeah, get into. I I think this game they they kind of like knew what they wanted to do more. I'm not going to say it was the first game to have 3D elements because it was not. That was definitely Gen 4. Um, But it definitely went like further out of its way to do things with it. Mm. Yeah. Like, I I love Gen 4 to bits, but some things are 3D just because they're like, look, we can do this. (laughs) We can do 3D now. (laughs) Team Galactic Headquarters are going to have giant conical (laughs) spikes on it. Woo! <laughs> and then, and then, like they couldn't change much for platinum, just because like that's not, yeah. not how third versions work. So by the time it came around for like heart gold and soul silver, which they were rebuilding from the ground up anyway, they they definitely went out of their way to like make things cooler on purpose, as far as like that went, mm-hmm. which was a nice touch. Um, it's not a graphical change, but Gen Four is also notable in that it's the first game that had like meaningful um, anti wrong measures. Mm. So what, because, what specifically are you? Because yeah, before, so uh, up until up until Heart Gold and Soul Silver, uh, there was nothing actually stopping somebody from ripping the game and playing it on an emulator, like mm-hmm. it would just function completely as normal. Um, for the Gen Three games that had like battery components, uh, you would need either like a patch to like pretend there's a battery internally, or you just wouldn't have access to clock events. The same for Gen Two, but it was more pronounced in Gen Three, right? Um, just because there's no internal battery on the actual cartridge, because there's no cartridge. Um, yeah. But other than that, the game's played completely like identical to like running it on actual hardware. In Gen Four, I guess Nintendo was tired of it, and like rightly so, to be honest. Yeah. Um. They they put in like new measures where like if the game doesn't detect it's being run on an actual DS. Uh, I guess, or other hardware. Like, if you're going to run it on a 3DS, it would still be fine. But if it doesn't detect actual Nintendo hardware, um, there's it's twofold. One, you just get a black screen on startup. Like, you just straight up don't have a game to play. Um, and it took a, it took a few, like, months, I'm pretty sure, like, patch through that. Because people were eventually able to, like, spoof it with, like, game shark codes and, like, patching stuff. Um, but once they finally got that far... Uh, you just couldn't gain experience at all. Like, all the experience gains were nerfed into nothingness. Oh my god. Which I'm sure is, like, somebody's pipe dream as far as challenge runs, but, like, it does, it does not make for a playable <laughs> video game if you're the average user. Oh, reminds, it reminds me of the uh, um, ROM the anti-piracy protections in Arkham Asylum. I was I was going to say Batman Arkham Asylum, glide. Batman can't glide. Yeah, it's it's so funny. <laughs> the best Batman part just, the best Batman part is the story like of uh, somebody complaining them. to the developers about that. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, "Yeah, buy the game next time." <laughs> <laughs> My um, favorite one is uh, I think it was Serious Sam spawns in an unkillable enemy <laughs> that chases you throughout the entire level. <laughs> Uh, okay, to, to bring us back a little bit here, um, I would like to say that I'm just, I'm just kind of like looking at the changes that they did make to this game, right? Like, you know, you have like your your Bubblepedia or your Liquipedia like list yeah. or whatever. I think this is the biggest one I've ever seen. It's so it's like it's so big. massive. Like, right? I'm just yeah. picking. I, like, I'm just picking things from this list. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I will say something about the graphics. Orbit. Oh, let's let's go Matt first, and oh, then, then yeah, we'll do first. Yeah. One thing about the graphics before we move back, um, I think 
I think Soul Silver and Heart Gold are the best implementation of the 3D effects in mm-hmm. uh, the DS era. I find like so as much as I love Gen Four, Gen Four is just trying it out um, yeah, yeah. and like kind of learning how they can work with it. Uh, Gen Five, they just kind of went a bit too wild. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. they went mad with power in Gen Five. <laughs> this the sprite mess is we've talked about. It. I personally, the the only reason I hate Gen Five is because of the mess they did with with like the the, little, the graphics. I think I've talked about that before. Yeah, but that's yeah, continue on, continue on, man. Um, yeah, and then uh, this is like the perfect mix because you know you have a lot of really nice sprite work. You have the three D elements like working to enhance things and making things pop. Um, but it's not overdone. They didn't <laughs> yeah, they didn't do anything silly like try to make an entire Manhattan on the DS. <laughs> yeah. Why would they why would they why would they ever do that? Um no but but to your point and I, like I think this is like to me I think to me originally, because I'm just like thinking about my past experiences of Pokemon. When I first touched Ruby, it didn't feel like a Pokemon game, like the look of it, right? Like the way the trees are and stuff, right? It was it was cool as 3D, it was new, but to me, before that, everything I've experienced before with the original gold and silver and the original, you know, red and blue, that was what I felt like, okay, this is what kind of defines Pokemon. But if we look at kind of the breadth of like the art style, artwork, and, and things like that. Heart Gold and, and Soul Silver was kind of, you know, I guess, and to some effect, we'll talk about it a little bit in the next episode on on, on uh, Omega Ruby. But those were kind of like the last um, Pokemon games that had that, if that makes sense, right? Or yeah, they, kind of. They, they Does that do. Make sense? Yeah. yeah, it comes it comes back in some of the key art, mm-hmm. but it, it doesn't really like come back as far as the games themselves, except for one notable sequence in Sword and Shield. That's that's valid. That's true. I will that's never good. forgive. I'm talking about the sequence at the top of uh, the tower where um, uh, Leon, the champion, yeah, 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 he's talking with like the CEO guy, okay. and the game suddenly switches to like concept art pieces. Yeah, it's <laughs> this is this is notably also the first game to include like actual real life photos in it. <laughs> Um, the other thing I was going to say, I think this game introduced respawning legendaries as well. Yes, yes, yes. Or if you do, it, it might have been Diamond and Pearl, but I don't think it was. Only after you enter the Hall of Fame. So yeah, you, you have, have to you have to, to go through the Pokemon League. But yeah, you do yeah. still get your your shot back at anything. That's a cool engineering, which is which is good. Yeah, yeah. I freaked out. Like just as a quick side note, I freaked out in Sun and Moon because I did like those uh those guardians or whatever right oh, I, yeah. had a tough, I, I killed a lot of them oh no oh my god <laughs> i didn't god. even bother saving half the time because i didn't care no. enough about them <laughs> no, but no. they would respond eventually i believe yeah, yeah. um but but yeah, um, yeah i think you're right where this is the respawn that happens yeah the, there's there's an event that can happen um it can actually happen twice and i know this from personal experience um there was an event that happened for I want to say movie 11 of the Pokemon series, whatever the RCS one was, I, I, I've lost count of the numbers, but uh, for, no for a while in the DS era, they were doing like basically a movie per legendary. Uh, there were, there were exceptions like Darkrai shared his with like Dialga and Palkia. And then they also showed up in the Giratina one, but um, there was an event for like a Darkrai which didn't do anything, but it had like extra moves because it had Dialga and Palkia's things. It also had like this rare berry. Um, in Heart Gold and Soul Silver, though, there are three different events you can unlock. One of them is from an, a Celebi that unlocks like the Giovanni thing we talked about earlier. Uh, there's also a GameStop event that was a Pichu that was like a shiny Pichu. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you brought it forward into Heart Gold and Soul Silver, you could get a spiky eared Pichu, which is completely unique. <laughs> And it's meant to be um, like the Celebi's traveling companion that you can run into. Huh. Uh, it's really cool, and there's no way to take it out of her game. And I'm really sad about it because you just had to like abandon her. She's she's a unique Pichu who's always female, and she has spiky ears. Hmm. Um, but then there was one where if you imported an Arceus into Heart Gold and Soul Silver from the movie, 
Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you could take it to the Jota, or sorry, the um, the ruins of Alf, where all the unknown yeah. are, and then Cynthia will be there, like vibing, <laughs> and she'll like see your Arceus, and she's like, "Whoa, what? You have an Arceus? That's that's cool. You've got to meet these guys. They're like researchers." And then like she takes you to see these researchers, and they freak out because they're like, "Why does this ten year old have the god of all creation?" <laughs> <laughs> And then they're like, okay, anyway, well, you're going to like this. And then Arceus, like, transports you all to this area called the Sinjo Ruins, which is also why when Legends Arceus came out, everybody was freaking out. Um, because Sinjo Ruins is this, like, ancient location on the, the boundary of Sinnoh and Johto, where, like, mm. way, way back when, um, like, ancient people used to be. Um, and... She'll take you to this thing called like the creation stage or the mystery stage or whatever it's called. And you get to pick one of Giratina, Dialga, or Palkia. And Arceus will just straight up make one for you in this yeah. weird cutscene that involves actual photos from real life. <laughs> and it comes at level one with its appropriate like orb, which is which is super cool. It turns out you can make it happen a second time. Um, if you have an Arceus from like that was captured at Spear Pillar in the Hall of Origin, it'll just do it all over again for reasons I don't know. Um, that is technically impossible in like Western games just because we never got the Azure Flute at all. What are you talking about? I have one in my diamond game. <laughs> I, I mean, I know, I know how you got that, but it was never officially released. <laughs> Um, um, it was it was actually really funny because they they spawned at level one. Mm -hmm. uh, this is back when the global trade station still had like really weird spammers duplicating their Pokemon in the following gen. Um, and I actually got a level one hundred shiny Dragonite with a Master Ball out of it because there was a duplication glitch in the um, X and Y like global trade station. Where, like, if you left it up there and, like, you took it out, like, under these different circumstances, whatever. Um, but the trick is it had to not be traded, like, in the in the time you were trying to do the glitch. So people would be, la like, asking for, like, ludicrous things that weren't possible. Like a level 9 and under Beedrill, which you just can't catch. Um, one person asked for a level 9 and under Dialga, which I happened to have. <laughs> <laughs> and i was like hey man fair trade <laughs> well there i mean listen you do it so yourself if I the guess, guy right? who i got that off of is out there listening today <laughs> i mean you thought you thought you couldn't find one and you did it's true yeah um okay i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna bring us in a little bit because i think i have one kind of final thing i'd like to talk about we talked a lot about a lot of the big changes that made this game uh kind of up you know our appreciation about it um i'm gonna talk a little bit about, about the negatives shall we say or things that i like could see why you might not throw this at the top of your list right um and the first thing that i see right away is game blank now uh, this heart gold like its definition is oh this is like you get everything and bonus you know what i mean but i have i think i've started this game three or four times now uh, and I, before I beat it once, I believe, but after that, I will start it and restart it and restart it because I definitely get caught in a mix in the middle where I'm like, yeah, I don't, have, I don't have the uh, the want to make it all through all the way through this. Uh, so, Matt, do you have something to say here? Yeah. So I can contribute to this. So one thing that this game kind of lays bare mm. is that Johto has really weird pacing. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Johto has to go by very quickly for a Pokemon yeah, yeah. region because if they linger, the the it more they them. linger, the more trainers you fight, the higher level people are going to be, and the wilder their Pokemon scaling needs to be to uh, to accommodate things. Um, because you know you don't they don't want people doing Kanto where uh, you need to have gym leaders who are level eighty. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Which makes um, sense. Yeah. So if I recall correctly, you finished Johto at like level forty or something like that. Like it's it's outrageously low. So they they've kind of fixed that from the original game, I guess, right? Because I I think the original game took longer, if I'm not mistaken, because that's all the well, only the only they, story they didn't so much fix it because mm -hmm. they they kind of made it a if I I I 
would need to look at the numbers, but it felt a little bit worse. Mm-hmm. Just because because they expanded Kanto a little bit to be like actually have a plot and whatnot. Um you know, they it wasn't so tacked on. Uh they had to kinda like condense Johto a little bit. They they had to like fence Johto a bit more to make it like work. Mm-hmm. So you so Johto has Johto has the full eight badges, but you only go up to level like forty. So you're just like constantly going. Like there's just so much content with like not a lot of battles because again they can't mm. level you up too quickly. Mm-hmm. So, so um, you're, 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 that, that's a good counter argument to what I'm saying, right? Maybe maybe it's the replay is is the only thing that's keeping me from it, right? And I think replayability is not. Like, when it comes to the best game that we've played, I don't think replayability is necessarily at the forefront, right? Because this game crams a lot in, and if it is so story-based, right, you're, you're definitely going to have, like, well, I already know what's going to happen, not, right? I don't want to over-exaggerate. It's not super story-based. You know, they don't, like, stop you from cutscenes <laughs> every five seconds. Yeah, but, yeah. like, a lot of stuff needs to happen very quickly to prevent you from over-leveling the content. Mm-hmm. Um, because they don't, again, they don't want you to be, like... Red is like seventies, I think. Like his level, his his level curve is in the seventies. A uh, red, red. I believe it's in the eighties. I I actually remember this quite distinctly. I believe. Let me it's in let the me 80s. just let me just double check because I I remember getting here and being like, oh, <laughs> he was in the up. he was in the mid seventies. Uh, he was uh, except for Pikachu. Pikachu was okay, level eighty one. Okay. I remember Pikachu. All right, I'm going to defend myself there. Right, I'm, um, not, I'm not taking this, any L's on this in, one. <laughs> in this game, though, Pikachu's level 88. Oh, sorry. No, okay. I'm remembering this game. Anyway, yeah. I take back everything I said there. I, I thought you were yeah, talking. About no, this this is what I'm meaning by like uh, they had to like change things. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me see here. Uh, can I pull up the Johto League? What Pokemon did you guys have? <laughs> do, 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 do. What do we have in Johto League? We're waiting. Right. So I'm just going to look at Will, the first guy you fight. Um, so in the original game, you fight him at level 40. Uh, which is really low for Elite Four. Mm-hmm. And they they maintain that in the uh, remake, um, but because Kanto is so much more expanded, and it just means that like Johto feels really condensed because you're you're fighting Elite Four like four levels after you've evolved your starter mm-hmm. fully, which is bananas. <laughs> um yeah, yeah no i agree i agree uh so so, so, so that yeah. that can be a negative for people is mm-hmm. it it is like it the pacing is really tight because but it kind of has to be though right like, no I, it, I has, like... it has to be like this is this is why all, everyone's just like oh they should have like double regions and i'm like eh. I, I, I think <laughs> in retrospect right the original concept of the double region was so glorious to us right um, like like when it first was introduced, but I think like kind of looking back at it now, it's like no, we don't need every game to be this because I think I think there is a lag. There's a point where it's just like you're adding stuff for the sake of adding stuff, as opposed to maybe having something a game that's a little more concise, but everything's fun. You know I, I mean? think I think a nice middle ground as opposed to having a second region, and they kind of did this they just to a, lot, a degree. Actually. Yeah, is just make the original region bigger. Because people people look at the Pokemon games with like rose colored glasses, they and they're like, "Ah, oh, Generation Two had two whole regions in it. Johto <laughs> is tiny. Jo- <laughs> Johto is really small." <laughs> it, the trick is like that you put Johto first. You know that's why it yeah. makes it feel like it's so big. <laughs> um, um, and like Kanto itself is also really small. <laughs> Wait, you're um, saying like the original Kanto like feel is like factually yeah. it is it is Both a very small yeah they're much smaller than modern Pokemon regions. 
Um, so putting them together works, but mm-hmm. like you can't do, you can't like, you, like even with Generation Three, you can't put Hoenn and you you could not put Hoenn and uh, oh geez um, no. Don't even, so don't even, I, know, I know where you're going. Don't even think about it. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, that, like, imagine Generation 3 and 4 together. That would just... Like, listen, you'd be tired, dude. It'd be like... It's not even... Like, I'm not even talking on a technological standpoint, because obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. you can do it with modern hardware, but, like, putting Sinnoh and dude. Johto together, <laughs> like... Ugh. Like, that's just so much walking and so surfing. <laughs> and and all the other stuff okay i Too think from water. here uh we can maybe kind of close up the episode thinking of our our thoughts of where we're probably going to place this right we have a list episode coming up in a couple months because that's how our release schedule is now uh but um you know i think i think after talking a lot about this like i, I think i understand why this is put so high up on the pedestal because it is if you just buy one pokemon game right like buy this platinum. Buy, well, yes, you can buy Platinum. But um, <laughs> if you want a Pokemon game that kind of, I guess, captures the the original kind of nostalgia piece, right, of Pokemon yeah. games, this has that plus has so much extra, right? So I guess if, if bang for your buck is, is what you are what you want, this is probably the game for you. Um, and I'm, I'm going to curious to see how Matt's going to argue that Pokemon Platinum uh, is the best game of all time when we make the remake episode. Which, speaking of which, I guess I'm gonna have to do like, are we gonna use Brilliant Diamond or are we gonna use? Are you are you gonna insist on using Platinum when we make the 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 remake <laughs> episode? You'll have to tell me, Matt. But I'll, anyway, I'll have to figure that out for myself. Okay, we'll we'll figure that out for ourselves. Um, but anyway, I, I think I think what I'm seeing, and I think as as we more go more go through this, that um, I'm it's incredibly like, biased. Well, yes, but um, that that we already knew. But, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, the thing, the thing that we were, I was going to say is that um, I think the reason some games get maybe overly praised on the internet is because just more new or interesting content. But it doesn't necessarily mean that as a whole or as a gameplay experience, it's going to be the best, right? So I, I'm still putting this up. I think I'm gonna. I'm pretty confident in saying this is probably going to be higher than uh fire red I, i'm pretty confident in that even though fire red is like you know the perfect b plus game of like this is what a pokemon game should be no no it's not a b plus game it's the um pl- uh plato's you know uh what is it uh his forms it's it's the, <laughs> it's form the of, ideal form it's the ideal form of what like you know is, is thought of when you think pokemon game is probably fire red and leaf green uh but if when we're comparing them i think from the remakes so far this is probably um, at the at the height of my list um however and this is you know nostalgia is going to talk about this and uh other things that are going to go into there i think omega ruby is going to be a big contender and alpha Sapphire. sapphire i think uh even because I'm, I'm playing through right brilliant diamond i'm sure that's going to be a contender as well and i have a lot to say about that um but uh yeah so far so far i think i think probably you know being a little better than that uh fire red leaf green do, do you, either of you disagree with that I say this is above Fire Red and Leaf Green. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not my favorite Pokemon game overall, and I'm not even sure. Like as much as I joke about it, I'm not even sure if that's if that is platinum. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we'll find out by the end. We'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out by the end. It's 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 a really tough race, Matt. I think I think what we've just established here, and from what you've said, is that our final list episode will not just be a remake episode. It's just gonna be your top five. It's I think gonna, that's, it's just gonna I, be, yeah, yeah. As we established, we need to make Tristan cry. Uh, so, and I, I'm guessing a lot of remakes are gonna be in there, but it's just gonna be the top five. Tristan, do you have any 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 kind of opinions? I know you weren't on our episode. And you talked a little bit about the what are they called? The, Fire Red uh, Leaf Green. Yeah, Fire Red Islands. Um, yeah, where where are you kind of? You know, we only have two to match here. Where are you kind of uh, placing them from your feelings? Um, they're, they're pretty high up there, honestly. Yeah, yeah. The only the, my only complaint about them really is that they got rid of the game corner, and I was just yeah. with ratings. Ooh, okay. The end of the world. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. Go. They they the ratings boards woke up and they're just like, wait a sec, does this game have gambling in it? Yeah, for it's simulated gambling, and they, and they accurately show that the casino is run by the mafia. Yeah, pretty so, much. Like, if anything, it's a if very anything, accurate and realistic gameplay. Yeah, <laughs> mm. 
Where's my um, historical accuracy in Pokemon these days? Yeah, geez, guys. Uh, okay, I think with that, we're going to end off this episode. Tristan, thank you so much for being back on. I think you had so much uh, to... Because Matt and I, I think, get... Like, when we're on track, we get through these games too quickly, you know? And I think we miss little things. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, we're like, like hey, oh. thank you. Uh, and you, you, you <laughs> your, us... your ADHD energy really drives us off track. It does, but it does in a way that makes it a fuller, you know, more comprehensive look at the game as opposed to just being like, oh yeah, so you're like the five changes, boom, boom, boom. You know, uh, I, I, I very much appreciate that energy. So hopefully, hopefully we'll find you know a time that works for you uh, next month as well. Uh, so thank you for being on, Matt. Thank you as always for being on, uh, yep. and helping out. Always and, a pleasure. Um, our next episode will be Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire as we slowly drag our way, uh, you know, before the end of the year, hopefully to that list episode. I think that's, you know, once a month is, is our current release schedule. And yeah, and if we make it to the end of the year, then uh, we'll have a whole new Pokemon game to talk about before we do a list episode. I think, I think, uh, well, it'd be, it'd be perfect if we did a list episode, then talked about the new game. Uh <laughs> Or no, maybe actually. We'll do, we'll do now that you said episode, that, hold on. And then immediately they'll just release a new one, and we'll be like, ah. Now we do a second list episode after. No, uh, but will will the new one be better or worse than Sword and Shield? <laughs> it'd be nice. It'd be nice though if 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 like you know when we get to twenty twenty three, right? That could be like a clean slate where we can like set our podcast in a new direction um, by having all these episodes done, but. I don't know if that's going to happen. Who knows? Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe we'll need two episodes to dissect, you know, why in fact, um, Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu are the best games of the franchise. Uh, and with that, I leave you have a great month or so, everyone, until we hear from you, for myself, from Matt, for Tristan. I hope y'all have a good one and peace. Have a good night. Good night.